our next guest vying to be the leader of the Conservative Party and potentially your next Prime Minister. And that means a campaign stop here in Winnipeg over the weekend. Pierre Polyev joins us now on 680 CJOB. Good afternoon. Thanks for being here. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Where do we find the campaign tour today? Well, I just returned to Ottawa, having left uh, Winnipeg and, and my Manitoba tour. I stopped over in Thunder Bay for a day and arrived in Ottawa before heading off uh, to Timmins. Also a meeting with uh, Pegwas First Nation Chief Glenn Hudson. Of course, that community impacted uh, by flooding uh, over the weekend for you as well. We'll get to uh, the crux of this conversation, the transport issues, the emergency committee meeting, and uh, of course, Pearson Airport in a second. But what did you hear from Manitobans as you stopped here over the weekend? They can't afford the price of everything. As you know, the cost of government is driving up the cost of living. A half a trillion dollars of inflationary liberal deficits have bid up the price of goods. Inflationary liberal taxes have uh, increased the cost for businesses to make those goods. The more Trudeau spends, the more things cost. It's just inflation, and it's getting worse. Uh, Trudeau plans to raise the carbon tax by 200% above where it already stands. That would drive gas prices even higher. Uh, I want to axe the tax. Uh, cap government spending to phase out the deficit, lower other taxes and red tape so our businesses can produce more affordable good and our workers can keep more of their paychecks. Mr. Polyev, some may say to you that the inflation issues that Canada is experiencing, supply chains, those other issues are not unique to Canada, that it's not a Justin Trudeau problem, that it's a world economy problem. To those who would say that, you say what? I say that it is uh, common in all countries that have engaged in irresponsible and reckless policies like Trudeau has. Uh, The United States and European Union have run monster and unnecessarily large deficits, uh, much of which paid for with printed money. And as always, throughout uh, thousands of years of economic history, that leads to the exact same result, higher inflation. But when we were kids, our parents used to say to us, just because your friends are jumping off a bridge doesn't mean you have to. So just because other governments have been irresponsible around the world doesn't mean we have to. There have been responsible governments. Uh, Switzerland, for example, has very low inflation, even though it's right in the middle of Europe and is dependent on international supply chains. But they didn't run monster deficits and they didn't print money. Their Swiss franc is strong and their consumers can buy things with their paychecks. We could have done the same in Canada had Trudeau listened to me when I demanded fiscal responsibility. But instead, he spent a half a trillion dollars, 200 billion of which had nothing to do with COVID, according to the parliamentary budget officer. And he put in place a carbon tax, which is driving up the cost not only of gas, heat and diesel, but also uh, everything that has to be shipped. I've had the opportunity to interview three of of your your predecessors. Should you be successful, uh, Mr. O'Toole, Mr. Shear, and Mr. Harper, th- throughout my career, and and I'm wondering what 
what you will do that perhaps the previous two simply could not when it when it comes to getting elected. Some within your party would say Mr. O'Toole started off more to the right, went more center during the election campaign. Ultimately, he didn't win it. And um, well, we know that he's you know looking for work, so to speak. So do you think taking the party more to the right is the way to go when when Canadians wouldn't vote for Mr. O'Toole? Well, I don't even know what you mean when you say right or left. Uh, I don't think most everyday people have any clue uh, what the political spectrum is supposed to mean. What I ask, when I talk to people, they never talk about the political spectrum. They talk about the fact that uh, they are a single mom who can't afford food, so she's putting uh, water in her kids' milk. They are the the working class guy in Newfoundland who had to tape up his work boots because he can't afford new ones or the 35-year-old living in his parents' basement because home prices are too high. All of this is the result of uh, pouring more and more cash uh, into the economy to bid up the price of a diminishing amount of goods. We need to stop creating cash, start creating more of what cash buys. That means growing more food, uh, producing more energy, building more homes. I'm going to remove the government gatekeepers that stand in the way of that. I'm going to get uh, red tape off the back of our farmers and eliminate Trudeau's attack on their fertilizer use so they can produce more nutritious, domestically produced food. Second, I'm going to incentivize big cities to remove uh, gatekeepers to get faster and more affordable building permits so that we can get millions of new homes for our young people to buy. I require that cities that get federal funding for transit stations approve housing around each one of those stations so young people can live near where they they need to, to leave to commute. And I'm going to repeal the anti-energy laws so that we can replace the overseas oil we're importing with Canadian oil that's more affordable and generates paychecks in Canada. I think that is at the center of Canadian public opinion. It's what I'm saying now and what I'll say after I win. About a minute left with Pierre Polyev, candidate for federal conservative leadership and Ottawa area MP joining us live on the news. Mr. Polyev, it's uh, been a hot topic during this summer travel season, not just at Toronto's Pearson Airport, but a lot of Canada's international airports, the baggage, the delays, the issues all around. What could the Trudeau government be doing in your mind that they simply are not to address this right now? Well, they should uh, should have eliminated all of the vaccine mandates, uh, which, uh, first of all, reduced the number of workers on site. Second of all, caused new complexity for people who are traveling. And third, they, they, they brought in this um, ArriveCan app, which is a glitchy monstrosity that was totally unnecessary before COVID. For uh, over 150 years, we crossed the border without an app, and now all of a sudden we need one. Uh, even though COVID is moving into the rearview mirror. So um, he could get rid of that. Um, And uh, remember, airports are a federal responsibility, exclusively federal. So it is his responsibility to get them functioning. Uh, Ironically, we have less air travel than we did before COVID, and yet all of the obstacles to travel are worse. It's not just airports, it's passports. People having to wait at Trudeau's passport offices for 13 or 14 hours Uh, We have 2 million uh, immigrant applicants who are sitting around waiting. Uh, That's the biggest backlog on record. Nothing to do with Trudeau's government is working. Uh, He isn't doing his job. He's busy flying around doing photo ops and uh, attending global conferences, but he's not doing the core work, uh, uh, the back-to-basics job of being a prime minister. I will. 
and that's why I need to replace him and become a prime minister that that uh, runs the country competently. Well, the country will be keeping an eye on that party vote. Uh, we thank you for your time, uh, Mr. Polyev, and uh, best of luck to you and your opponents in the uh, vote coming up this fall. Thank you for having me.